yeah. Oh wow, the remake. Right? Oh, no, like the, the old school. Like that chick we that kids. used to be Pippi Longstockings, but then she got adopted. Is this a test? Is it? <laughs> Remember when Annie was super strong? <laughs> she hung out with that bald dude. Used to lift pianos. Yo, man, that's called X Men. <laughs> that was Jean Grey, dude. And your redheads okay. mixed up. As far as X Men that slipped through the cracks, we already decided Carrie is one of them. Yes, they missed her. They missed her. They missed her huge, Huge, hugely. Where was PX on that one? (laughs) And then fucking Pippi Longstockings. She didn't have no powers, but oh, she was super strong. Was she? Yeah, I never read that one. I I never read. I saw the movie. Did (laughs) did her? Um, I remember that as that her uh, braids did they move? They were like prehensile braids. They were going up. No, she didn't grab she stuff grab with them. She grab shit them. like Medusa. <laughs> Prehensile, like a monkey's tail. Yeah. No, they didn't work. Like, well, maybe they worked like that, but never on screen. Okay, I'm going to give them a few notes on this. But she was she was strong. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, but then she got into drugs later in life, and that's why you never it's heard about uh, Pippi Longstockings and her fucking border house. It's like a Mellotron strong situation? or No, like like she knew she knew she, was, she, could, she could control it. Okay. Maybe that's why that's Professor X never showed up. He's just like, she got it. She got on lockdown. Uh, them braids. Started hanging out with Dana Plato after her fucking run on <laughs> different strokes, and she went downhill. Mm-hmm. It's fucking too bad for those young superheroes that didn't have the guidance or couldn't afford it. Because quite honestly, Professor X was charging them families. You know it. Tuition? Fuck yeah, Tuition. Eating Salisbury steaks in the fucking lunch line with some fucking green kid. Yeah, but you know their chef had to be some crazy mutant that could like stir all the pots at once and listen. Like, cook it with her brain. You can try to get a job somewhere else. There. Oh, eight listen, arm Pete. I thought you know I'm not gonna insult you, but I thought you were doing Sean Connery because he just died this week. I'm giving you know what I'm giving a dusting of Sean Connery oh. just because I think we I think we need to give a shout out. To Sean Connery for, for dying sure. recently <laughs> at ninety, not, at, not bad. Nice work. Yeah. And then, um, and then also, the album we're going to talk about. He had a movie come out that year. Octopussy. Never say never oh, again. That's right. That, Octopussy was the Roger Moore one that came out at the same time. Same time. Drama. <laughs> Drama in the Bond <laughs> universe. Yeah, I don't fuck with the broccolis. Mm-mm. Uh, but we're going to talk about shout out. The Devil by Motley Crue. Second album. They made one. And this is a pretty banner second album. They they uh, sold over 200,000 copies in the first week. Just Back rocket ship. you could do that. Yeah, rocket ship. So, 1983 we're talking about. Shout at the Devil comes out by Motley Crue. And the place goes wild. That's right. Thank you, Madonna. She knew it. She was starting to fucking really hit some strides around then, too. That's when the the whole, well, yeah, the L.A. glam metal scene was, uh, I, had to, I hate to say it, but probably because of these guys and guys like Van Halen, yeah. I have to put them together, and that makes me hurt a little bit inside. But they they did their share for like fostering this scene. There's a full-on overlap, and you're mentioning two L.A. bands, too. Mm-hmm. I feel like Motley Crue is almost the quintessential L.A. band for this time, where 
1986 to Quintessential Hollywood band. Right? Yeah, Hollywood band. There you go. Because L.A. or uh, Van Halen had outgrown the strip by that point. Right. And Jane's Addiction drink. They took up the <laughs> they took up the mantle that the, in their time. They were that great like new um, new movement L.A. band. Mm-hmm. There's blown up the club scenes right around the time these guys are. Maybe these yeah, guys are outgrown. Their first record it. was like '84 or something, huh? Yeah, they they were they were messing around in the mid '80s. '86, um, <laughs> I think, is when it came out. But this is 1983, so these guys are doing the second album in the early '80s and just gaining traction, just starting this fucking meteoric climb. Yes, to the fact that people just have to call them crew. The crew. Yeah. Brought umlauts into rock and roll. They I don't get enough credit for that, I guess. The Scorpions. Uh, Blue Oyster that. Cult. Did they have an umlaut? Well, funny you mentioned Blue Oyster Cult because the producer of this is, <laughs> That's is right, fucking Tom Werman. Tom Werman did a lot to make the sound of the early to mid-80s. Yeah, dude. A lot of those metal albums. Dude, he's working with Ted Nugent. He's <laughs> working with Cheap Trick, Molly Hatchet, Blue Oyster Cult. <laughs> I know. That's one of your favorites. Can't get you to shut up about Molly Hatchet. About Molly Hatchet, <laughs> Twisted Sister. Okay, Striper. Uh, oh, of course. Funny enough, one of McMullen's favorite bands from back then. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. Oh wow! <laughs> Can we have him on to talk about the second album? Because I'll go there with him. Oh, I would love to go there with him. <laughs> um, L.A. Guns, uh-huh. Poison. That's kind uh, of like that's a, the strip in that. It's the strip. That's at that time. And do you know what he also did? Uh, he he produced the movie soundtrack for Rockstar, which nah. is <laughs> fucking. Don't super. bring that movie up. We'll get in another fight about whether it's funny on purpose or not. <laughs> I believe that movie is self-aware. I don't think you agree with me. I don't think everybody in the movie or who produced the movie was self-aware of it, if that's the case. I think the tongue's in the cheek, but the proof's in the pudding. That movie's, what, 20 years old now? <laughs> it is. Dude. I mean, in this thing coming out in 1983, this is fucking- This is ancient history, man. old music. It's like thriller. This was- No, it's not like thriller. I mean, it's like came out at the same time as thriller. Yeah, yeah. And closer to when Led Zeppelin was putting out albums than whatever's getting put out now- to when this it's album was three, put out three years after zeppelin breaks up which isn't you know and i'll i'll give these guys individually as musicians i give them their props um whatever you think about tommy lee or nikki six uh decent musicians mick mars the guitar player uh vince neal not so much yeah uh kind of a terrible singer gets a gets credit for playing harmonica yes okay well uh I just, you gave them just such a nice intro, but I've always, like since I was a child, thought it was stupid music for stupid people. <laughs> Same. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was feeling bad. I'm like, oh, I might have to shit all over this band. But we have friends that love this band. So, and cool. and I, I get Who do we have? Isn't Troy like the big crew guy? I, if I had to guess, I was going to say Troy. <laughs> I would guess it's Troy too. And, yeah, and I got other friends. Like my friends, so we, listen, we're squarely in our mid forties, right? Yeah, well, my fr- seated firmly. My friends in their fifties, though, they love the crew. And That's it's a, the thing. maybe it's a generational thing. And 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 what crew kind of did was they they hearkened to a punk attitude, but without any of the political ideals. Yes, 
and and so they are renowned for partying. They are probably the biggest partiers. I'm gonna say top five yeah. partiers. It, yeah, because you, Van Halen, they did a whole. Each individual member did a whole bunch of partying. You think about Motley Crue partying as a band with just just locker room debauchery going on. You know, snapping towels, pulling jocks. <laughs> um, Holding your own with Ozzy, which is no small feat. And also kicked off the tour with Kiss. And Aerosmith. For being <laughs> for bad being, behavior. Yeah. Um, and that, if, that, if the most interesting thing about your music is that you party. Yeah. I don't know about that. Now, so I'm looking forward to getting into this album because I have, I've heard songs off of this album, but I've never listened to this. I've never downloaded it. And I, I'm kind of going to have a fresh take, though I think it's ingrained. I think you know a few more songs on here than you think you do. Yeah. But I like to institute a drinking game for this episode. Okay. Every time you hear Vince Neil <laughs> go like this. You have to drink like a whole, like either your whole beer, wine, whatever you're holding, shot. Get don't care. Yeah. Uh, crush up some pills and snort them I don't, whatever your deal is okay that's what you gotta do every time and if you make it to the end of this episode god bless you if that's the st- only stakes that we're playing for tonight <laughs> in the world <laughs> then oh, i'm game but i have a feeling this man here we are four years later we, we well we always record this on tuesdays yep we do tuesdays well this is uh what do you call it super tuesday it's like the <laughs> super bowl of uh what saturday Night live called uh <laughs> Tuesday we have to decide which elderly white man we want to be the leader of the free world. Yeah, sure. Oh, I know which one I want, so that's fine. My plan. The plan. <laughs> that's right. So, yeah. You know, we'll see how this turns out. This we don't know. It's still up in the air as we shut the vault to yes. the studio. Shit's up in the air. It's election day, folks. See you on the other side. <laughs> You are on the other side already. Tell, tell us how it goes. Email us. Tell us how it goes. Get him in the future. Well, let's fucking hit him with some rock and roll. All right. I think this is uh, this is sort of the obligatory. Okay. I almost said metal. Quick, quick question. Yes or no? Are these guys metal? I think these guys were metal like Nirvana was alternative when they came out. Sure. But... Now it's just the greater genre of rock and roll. Mm, I think they're firmly, firmly fucking rooted in rock and roll. I don't think that's disputable, so don't fucking look at me like that. (laughs) (laughs) I would give you rock and roll before I gave you metal action on these guys. Yeah, there's there's too much other shit. Their songwriting is is just old school rock and roll. Yeah. There's there's no... So, you know, the idea... They don't even sing about dragons, yo. No, 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 no touring or or fucking hiking or whatever there's no hobbits um i think ah fuck i i lost my train of thought let's let's listen to okay music. this is but this is the obligatory like metal album thing um uh, the intro that's all satanic and shit in the beginning which right away quote in the bible guess where that's at in the bible chris <laughs> i read half exodus <laughs> Great Bob Marley album. Oh shit, did you feel the temperature drop in here? It got colder. 
This is the beginning to the Men at Work album. Okay, this is Dr. Heckle and Mr. Jive. For them, it is the Holocaust. I'll eat your sorrows. The cries of the carrots. The cries of the carrots. You see, Reverend Maynard? Cult of personality can start playing right now, too. That's right. I'm gonna just let it roll into the uh, next track because I think they're meant to be. Yeah. yeah. But a nice, if for this time, a nice way to, to start the album. Good theatrics. I got, there's no I'm with problem so with far. this. I'm with them so far. Yeah, yeah, no problem whatsoever so far. How much fun to play that this fucking <laughs> group. How many couples are Frenching right now sloppily <laughs> during the show? It's a <laughs> tight ass jeans, <laughs> tight ass white denim. Yeah. Oh. That drink. Hey, I'm going to limit it to once per song, though. Like, we'll be hammered before the end of the song. In the spirit of... <laughs> yeah, fuck me. All right. There's a little Anthony Kiedis cadence in there, though. Or maybe Kiedis got a little kneel in him. Could be. Which happened at they a party. <laughs> right before he killed that guy. Um, Neil, Vince Neil, that is. Yeah. First of all, I, this is how I know Nikki Six writes the songs and not Vince Neil, with lines like "In the season of wither, we will stand and deliver." <laughs> I know that to this day Vince Neil doesn't know what that means. No, but that's a sharp line. It's a sh- it, it, it's so like Rush. We got we got a, another member writing the songs, right? Writing the lyrics, bass player the writing the music and lyrics. He's yeah. writing all this shit. So like it or hate it, Nikki's your guy. Well, run down, run down the members. We got Nikki Six on the bass, songwriter. Mick Mars doing the noises you just heard. Oh, hold on. Okay, so nice we just right came up. Yeah, it was. I mean, we just came off a Van Halen episode. That's kind of lackluster. Yeah. He was a better riff. He was a better riff guy. You know what I mean? He's sure. not. He's not like that. I don't expect face that melter. Yeah, I don't expect him to melt my face. Yeah, he's dropping riffs, and I'm cool with that. Dude, but that's Mick Mars. Yeah, and to slam him up against Eddie Van Halen, it's not fair. It's not fair. And, and anybody, we're, anybody, <laughs> exactly. Ingve Momstein's like, I don't want to go up after yeah, him. Fuck. Serious? Oh, this is. I think why people like the song. You got the like ACDC was good at this. Like Kiss was great at this. Yeah, They're, anthems for the for the. Arena. Yep. Yep. Which Queen fucking really yes. kicked off, you know? And I see every band that you just mentioned in the in their chemical makeup, you know? Yeah. They, I, I don't see a lot, like a lot of the, where Zeppelin has a lot of that bluesy in, influence. These guys are going like they're of the time, in the time. They're vibing off the old 70s stuff. Yeah. He said Molly Hatchet, yeah. Deep, deep Purple, 
probably, but you know, to be fair, also probably uh, like New York Dolls. Obviously, from the looks, I mean, New York Dolls are in there somewhere. Look at these guys. Are we going to talk about their looks? We. Do you think that's appropriate? They kill. <laughs> but uh, I will also say that Poison ripped off this album cover for "Look What the Cat Dragged In." Poison for like sexually distur- uh, confusing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, things where you're like, fuck, these chicks are. Uh, Let's see. Warrant I mean, still, the Tommy Lee, of the Motley Crew. Tommy Lee have, got that. His mouth is open, like he he looks like a sex doll. There was there's a, a strange androgyny that was starting to happen in this early '80s. This this reaction to, I don't know, maybe like short short jean short short guys with mustaches and half shirts and tall socks and sneakers the super macho man from the they had a which song was, which macho, was macho. macho man yeah pretty fucking macho they got a little sick of the macho <laughs> this is where i find sick of the macho. my confusion with sexuality is those were the adults when i was starting to come online so you're like is that how you kill it yeah I'm, i don't know should, uh, should i be playing pinball with a mustache and a half shirt i'm not, not. sure <laughs> apparently not the ladies have spoken and that's what it is it's the, these musicians you know these musicians Chris. <laughs> if the, if the if the women who are basically letting them live in their houses for free and feed them free groceries if they want to put their makeup all over them and tease their hair up and lend them their blouse to go play that's what they're gonna do there's so there's some there you know i, I know we hit cheeky a lot they, these guys are cheeky you can't dress up like this without knowing exactly <laughs> what you're doing, and then taking s- some real care into oh, what. Look how that what hair type is of hold your Aquanet is rated for. They are probably <laughs> responsible for most of that hole in the ozone, probably. <laughs> but there was, I mean, as far as sexuality though, we have a a, a really famous sexual rock band, renowned for debauchery. But they're that, hetero as shit, that, though. Hetero as shit. They're l- macho. Like doing like almost uh, uh, um, uh, like uh, what, a transvestite look. That's the word. Yeah, yeah it took me a second. You, I had to stutter you, for yeah, a little bit. Yeah, but you found the exact one. That's what they are. They're not. They're not like uh, David Bowie. Like they're not. They're not sucking dicks, man. No, no, no. I'm but just they, saying they're faking it for sure. But there is also where Freddie Mercury has, let's call oh. it, some authenticity. <laughs> <laughs> As fuck. Um, <laughs> That's like yes. Madonna knows. Yeah. Um, um, they're borrowing from it because it is a echo that's happening at this point. Sure. You know. Um, that is a big pebble that he dropped in the fucking still waters. And uh, and it, it, at no time do I see it ironic, though. I kind of see it, like, celebrated. Like, yeah, fuck it. We're doing yeah. this. Which is also a really out fucking your mom, cheeky, man. fun move. Yeah. Like, you get later in the 90s with Shannon Hoon and <laughs> Kurt Cobain, who are going to dress up in a dress and play, but in an ironic way. There wasn't a ton of irony. They did it with But beards. there's a whole bunch of... <laughs> Yeah, there's a whole bunch of fun of what they're like. I don't know. <laughs> it's weird. You look at a poison, you know, cover, and you're like, "What's going on here?" <laughs> you know, it's not made to bum you out, <laughs> right? It's gonna be fun music. <laughs> hey, listen. Let's speaking listen. of their looks. I do remember this video being on MTV a lot, and I actually kind of like this song. <laughs> 
The chorus riff is pretty nice. It's, it's <laughs> yes, yes. He's going up. That's more price of admission right there. Looks that kill was going to be another James Bond movie to come out this year, oh. but they decided to, <laughs> to hold off and change yeah, the title. Yeah, that the way that riff goes? It's kind of like uh, that, that little halftone of the, the James Bond, <laughs> all the James Bond songs have. Yeah. Bro. Have you heard of this thing called QAnon? Dude, yeah, okay. Because I think I read this yesterday on there. Personification of tone and ethos. James Bond nails it. He's kind of sly, like a half tone off of what you're getting shown or brought through. You know, there's always another layer to it. That's right. It is 4D chess, <laughs> which I think Roger Moore did all right, but Sean Connery had more of the sexuality for it, more of the man to oh, it. Oh yeah, he's way more macho. But I came <laughs> online. Roger Moore was way more Motley Crue. <laughs> And, yes, and then Sean poison. Connery is way more Ted Nugent. You know what I'm saying? Ted, uh, Sean Connery, you think he'd fuck you up in a fist fight? Yeah. Roger Moore would be like checking his cufflinks real quick. Sure, you know? he's the dandy. Yeah. But did you just say that uh, Roger Moore or Sean Connery was more Ted Nugent? Torn, more, more Nugent. <laughs> I thought you were going to go with Ted. Hatchet. I thought you were going with Molly Hatchet. Oh, more Holly Hatchet. Dude. Probably, you know. Holly Matchett? I don't know how Holly Matchett throws down when, when you get to have like those interband fights. Holly Matchett with the curtains and the drapes. Walking around town and. <laughs> you know what? You know, Once I just it was fig- a man from Nantucket. Yes. Oh, shit. Knock, knock. Who's there? Dishes. Dishes who? Dishes the ghost of Sean Connery. <laughs> I did figure out though why we don't care for Motley Crue as much as like dudes in their fifties because we had Guns and Roses that a- a- appeared to us right at that twelve, thirteen year old. See all all our fifty year old friends. This yeah, was their shit because it came to them in their pubescence, and this yeah. is built for like pubescent young boys. Yeah, just like Guns and Roses' first album was for sure. Guns and Roses was a great yes and to this because they took some of those. It's the same model. Yeah, it's the same model. How much drugs you got? How much booze you got? How many girls you got? How many riffs you got? Yes, well, Slash won that one. Slash kills it above everybody Axel, in this band. Axel kills it, too. I think, hands down, Guns N' Roses wins that that street fight. Agreed. Duff's tall, man. He'll fuck you up. Smash you over the head with the bass. Yeah, Mickey Six is tall as shit, too. That's, okay, there's a one-on-one death match I'm going to see. Except, uh... Throw I Chris Novoselic in there. Oh, yeah. But... Nicky's he's got a couple years on uh, Duff. I think he's maybe a good ten years older, and, and Nicky's a little pudgy these days. Fucking Duff's sinewy, man. He's doing martial arts in the woods. I listen to Duff every time I go through the SeaTac Airport. That's right. <laughs> Hi, this is Duff McKagan, make drummer sure for the farts. Make sure you don't touch anything. <laughs> Just remember, we're all dirty. Don't touch anything. 
<laughs> and get out of here as quick as possible. Yes. I'll tell you what, the lines in the airport haven't been that bad recently. And SeaTac had this crazy swelling of ridiculous security lines. Re-fucking-diculous security lines. Um, the worst I've ever seen anywhere in the globe. Damn. Fucking SeaTac on the reg. And now, not so much. Not so much. I got my TSA pre-check. And you want to know what I did for the first time ever, ever, when I was going to Florida? Did you go in the club? I went in the club. You went in the club? I went in the club, dude. The lounge, bro. You got free nuts? Let me tell you this. Free drinks in the lounge. Yeah. And now all everything's closed in the airports. Mm. You know, you like there's like three That's stores right, open. You ain't get no Cinnabon. Yeah, dude, and no, no, like uh, the Hooskahu bar and the fucking the little sports bar that's in every airport. Yeah, boom, oh, done. all of it, everywhere, lockdown, done, and uh, but not the lounge, my friend. How's <laughs> <laughs> the lounge? They got those metered the shots. They got the still got the metered shots in the lounge. No, nah, just freehand in no, it. No, it's, oh, it's the best shit. place. It is the best place. Free hand pours at yeah. the airport. Yeah, free. Tell me more. Free, and you just you just walk up. So let's say I was about to fly to Florida, and it was like eight in the morning, and I walk in the lounge, and I go, "Word." <laughs> I'll take because I'm a gentleman and it's the morning. Yeah, I'll Bloody take Mary. <laughs> vodka and orange yes. That's the only other acceptable. If you're a lady, you can stretch out and get a mimosa. There's more options for the ladies. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so, uh, uh, same with underwear. Um, <laughs> and so, fucking <laughs> a couple of those. It was like, yeah, let's go to Florida. See what see what shakes loose. <laughs> fucking a, <laughs> Florida. Oh my God! Yeah. You got police officers in your safe way. Oh man, fucking the lounge is where it's at. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm a disciple now. I, I went to church once, and I realized this is the place. This is the spot. This is the spot. You gotta remind me at halftime here. I gotta pull up. I gotta pull up some new. We got some new listeners in in fun places of the world. Awesome. So remind me. But I'm going to get into, uh, oh, Bastard. This song drew the attention of one Tipper Gore during the PMRC <laughs> hearings. Uh, yep. Incited violence yeah. in the Utes. This is maybe one of the songs that gave her a lot of juice to get the censorship onto album covers she, and explicit yes. lyrics. I mean, Motley Crue was already pretty big, I guess, or big enough. But this did nothing to but help them in their whole situation, getting on that naughty naughty fifth yeah the whatever it was the sexy 16 she called it like <laughs> she did for wasp what president trump has done for antifa <laughs> they went from a shitty band that nobody liked or liked to listen to, <laughs> to all of a sudden they're the toast of the town anyway bastard oh it's it's specifically marked explicit on this album so there might be some cusses to turn your kids to close their ears if you're in the car Plans drums. No. But that's a group. He's very Aerosmith you right here. Which is fine. It wasn't meant as a diss. Was as far as their third song, this is a nice straight down the barrel fucking you know uh, little preview to the little album. preview of Kickstart My Heart. They sure. projected with Ooh. Daffy Duck's coming out.
almost feel like we have to drink, but I'll let it go. I like it. I like I like that whole song structure there. You know, it just it, it it's rolling, and he comes in where where we don't have to drink on that one. He was taking some beats. Yeah. Stretching it out. Yeah. Dude, great yeah. fucking bass drum rips right there. This is... They're like 10 beats per minute slower than metal. That's that's where you know the if, thrash if, that was coming up at the time for sure. Yeah, if if they if they kicked it up a little mm. bit, and th- maybe this is kind of the, their fun little niche, because they could have leaned to that, and almost every one of the songs they're writing on this album, they could they could give it some juice, yeah, and get that thrash metal. Yeah, they never really went for the thrash thing no. ever, really, that I can think of. I'm trying to think of the like thrashiest crew song. And it was probably one they did with like Karabi in the nineties after they fired Vince Neil and they were trying to be grunge and couldn't figure it out and did thrash instead. One of the best <laughs> sentences I've ever heard. This is what you just said there. It's great. You just linked a whole bunch of it's so the best run on sentences <laughs> I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> linked over Karabi. <laughs> Okay, are we, are we like starting you, a Molly Crew podcast sushi now? Sushi bars is yo link, link me up with some Karabi on this. <laughs> this is one of those bands that I really don't care for, and yet I know more than I would like because they're just like part of the. the yeah. If you're into music and you follow music, and you're gonna remember when they kicked him out and they got that John Karabi was his name. Yeah. And he did that real shitty like "Please Like Us" grunge kids album. Yeah, yeah. Not good. Bastard, though, but that was pretty good. I like that song. I, this is one of the times that they're actually getting political. That's about an ex-manager. Did I mention that? Politically, the the- politically about an ex-manager. <laughs> Whatever. The media tells me, so I believe That's it. what the media told That's what Tipper, you believe Tipper Gord's lies, man. She's ingrained as well. Hey, even even Al gave her the boot about 10 years ago, bro. Just, that's Aww, the wrong hill to You gotta die. go. <laughs> Super serial. Uh, that's a good. You know what? That's a little bit of a template for like some of those more up up tempo uh, Guns N' Roses songs we were speaking of earlier. Like uh, uh, I was the kidding. one about your way, my way, and the yeah. super dumb oh. sexuality, <laughs> but to a good beat. I was getting a little bit of my Michelle in that as okay, well. Okay, yeah, yeah, dude, your way, my way, fucking totally nails that. What they play that stupid. Zzz, 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 that just and it's supposed to be like a sexy song, but you're playing that shit on top of it. That's a fail. So I mean, these guys basically don't put in what Black Sabbath and Led Zeppelin did with the occult mystique, um, uh, only visually. It, o- yeah. Only visually, yeah. Right. They, they, and they took it because they knew it was going to shake some some stuff up, and never <laughs> it was were like shake some pussy loose for him <laughs> is what it was going to do. <laughs> and so and, and so they're kind of like this weird bridge band, but. <laughs> Totally important bridge to have, <laughs> you know, where you're like, well, it's not that destination. It's not that destination. It's just this kind of journey. It's yeah. just the journey, man. It's the one side to the next. It's like that little shitty highway between five and five oh nine that goes by the airport. <laughs> yeah, it's important because yeah, yeah. sometimes yeah. you got to get from Burien. Is to it the best Tukwila. highway you've ever seen? Nah, no. So Is it, was it nice to have? Yeah. It's good to Is there. Is that the best riff ever? <laughs> no. Did you like it though? <laughs> it yeah, got you from here I to liked there. It. Yeah. 
Because <laughs> like the riff. Guarantee there's probably a, a plenty of bands that you and I probably love, and probably love the crew. Yeah. And I get it. I hate the Beach Boys. Like it, everyone's different. It's it's but hard. Brian Wilson has been caught on record saying I like the crew. <laughs> Even the crew that would come and like uh, rake his sandbox, he kept his piano in. He meant the groundskeepers. <laughs> what? What the fuck? Um, God bless the children of the beast, yo. This is about Aleister Crowley and his illegitimate secret is. family. It's about playing chess with Aleister Crowley <laughs> on a boat ride. See, this is what I love is when they try to get all occulty and stuff. It's it's wow. <laughs> like I would take the I take the druids by uh. <laughs> by Spinal Tap more serious than some yeah, of that shit. Yeah. The, I, I, I love their swing and a miss. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't take our word for it, folks. Hang on. God bless the children of the beast. Oh, 12 stream, bro. I love that. <laughs> 12 stream, a little, like, slap, delay on there. Makes it yeah. Extra creepy. Did you just say queen earlier? <laughs> that, that's two electric guitars. That's doubled electric guitars. Or it's on a top pedal. Of that. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> okay, I mean, Metallica would kind of do this. Thank you. Was that fade to black? That's after this. Is this close? Is that after this? Oh, call I, Troy up again. Yeah, we need <laughs> Troy in here. <laughs> Shit. But Metallica is, this is where they're dipping into that. Um, the, Metallica was flirting with this kind of song structure, this intro, for mm -hmm. for a bit. You it's know, it's kind of baked into, their, into that band. They did it with two guitars. I bet she's got a pedal or something. Because that's what Brian May and Brian May had a funky pedal that made it sound like he was two, three guys. Yeah, it, it, it could be doubled. I mean, I mean uh, uh, doubler pedal made by Itzuba. Gotta have creepy choral singing. I'll let this roll. A cover, Chris. This is, I think this is a weak cover of Helter Skelter. That's funny you say that because Molly Crew is quoted as saying he wasn't really a big fan of the Beatles and found their music, quote, wimpy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. I can see that, that opinion. Well, let me say that from the Beatles, the Beatles version of Helter Skelter is way heavier than this. Yeah. It's heavier. And it's yeah. it's hard to quantify, but this so they got distorted guitars and they got the production. We, and, and they're putting actually a lot of space into the song. Yeah. Trying to make it heavier with, with it's, adding more it's not space. Working. They're trying Boom. to be as soft Boom. Yeah. Boom. as soft as baby shit. Yeah. And this is almost like um they're they're playing they're 
trying not to admit to themselves they're trying to play it bluesy. <laughs> you know, like they could swing this more. Yeah. And and you'd maybe think like, oh, they've got a real feel for music. The thing is, I I feel like their approach is really ham-fisted in a lot of ways. Real round, you know. It it, do, it doesn't have this intellectual broad. fucking yeah, broad. You know, it's not it's not sharp and and, and maybe too much for you here and too much for you there. But the, my point is, I like ham, <laughs> right? On the holidays, you know? <laughs> on the holidays, you yeah. don't eat a ham sandwich every day. You'd, I couldn't eat ham all day, every day. I couldn't eat ham more than a few times. I don't a think week of our I was really our, into ham. Our but, Jewish and our Muslim brothers are. Vegan brothers and sisters. Yeah. Not ham's not for everybody. <laughs> and listening to the crew makes me feel like a vegan sometimes. Wow, 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 wow. Dash Jared Britt. You too did the health of Skelter, right? They did the shit out of it better than this. Yeah. Um, but I still think the original it's pretty badass because I don't know if that was John playing that guitar line or if it was Paul because who knows like those later albums everyone was playing everything. Yeah. The guitar line in that is pre- for like when they did it '69 or some shit. Yeah, man, that was nasty. It was nasty. It was nasty. It had the snarl to it. That's what makes me feel like it was John. John was the but Paul could fool you too. <laughs> Why don't we do it in the road? I was like, wow, what? I always thought that was a John song. That's Paul, man. <laughs> <laughs> Paul's nasty too. Paul's got feelings. He's got he's, urges. He gets boners too. <laughs> <laughs> Do we not all get boners from time to time? Can a brother write a song about a time he had a boner? I kept the dick, by the way. I have that dick still. <laughs> oh, we did it. We got to the halfway point, Chris. Nice, man. Let me say that on the mic. We got to the halfway point. Let me, hear, let me ask you do you want to. Uh, oh, shit. That's. Lap house like a mousetrap. Turned your back to me and shit. Fuck, you're going to look at my back while we do this. <laughs> um, I feel like we're riding on a city bus. <laughs> <laughs> let me pull something up real quick before I get into all the facts and figures. Well, l- let me tell you something, something here. During the recording of this album, Nicky Sticks got into a car crash. Nicky Sticks? Yeah. I like him. Um, right? He plays piano. Um, and following that, the second car crash is the famous Vince Neil with yeah, Razzle car crash from Hanoi Rocks. Yeah, the one from the movie. Yeah, from the movie. It's a fun movie. It's fun. Yeah, fun. Fun. That's the word. I yeah. think. True. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no. <laughs> but fun. Yeah. Um, you know, I like the idea that uh, uh, Tommy Lee was, um. Yeah, marching band drummer. Right. I always liked I always liked that transition of marching band drummer going into drum kit stuff. Drum early age drum nerd, you know, I wish I was one. We got Vince Neil, he was on the vocals. I don't know if we covered that yet. And um also that uh the bastards is talking about Tippy Gore. Are you ready? Tippy Gore. Old Tippy. Listen, I just want to give a shout out to our friends in Finland right now. Who <laughs> apparently that last episode was popular in Finland. And I just want to say my my great grandmother Mary who was full Finnish. Mary Mietinen. So what's start up? To. What's up? Finland. Finlandia. Finland. Keep, nice. Keep them uh 
is for my Laplanders. <laughs> Keep on trucking. Man, that's fantastic. Look out for Russia. Dude, we are jumping up. Look at that. You, man. Don't, There's countries. The We've got United Kingdom. Boom. Japan. India. Australia. Australia, oh, they heard you. They're like, knock it, mate. Yeah, they know. Yeah, they don't like that. I know. Eh? Uh-oh. Anyway, just wanted to give a special shout-out, though, to my Finlanders, because you're at the top of the heap. Fuck yeah. Top of the heap, albums-wise? Can I tell you about some albums, Chris? Yeah, because my fucking banter was shit. Fucking. <laughs> 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 this is albums now, okay? All right. Number 10, The Principle of Moments. I don't know it. By one Robert Plant. Okay. I I feel like that's the one with the, uh, you know, uh, lighten up, baby, I'm in love with you. The tall, cool one and shit like that, right? Is that Robert Plant? Yeah, man. Are you serious? I shit you not. Wow. He had it. He, Whoa. He fared okay through the 80s, actually. He did all right. Reached the beach by the fix with two X's. I like those guys. Nicky Sticks in the fix. <laughs> sticks. There's a lot of double X for a little bit. Yeah, right? He's the age of the double X. Yes. Lawyers in Love by Jackson Brown. Hmm. Yeah, because, you know. Lawyers the, in Love? Yeah. The fuck? That's probably the divorce. Hey, isn't that, isn't the that divorce Kramer? album. Yeah. yeah it's like, it's oh, like, bro. Okay. Yeah, Kramer versus anyway, Kramer yeah. was a better. Stevie Nicks, The Wild Heart. How many X's does she have? She, not enough. None. She's under X'd. Dude, and she's making... Oh, bank right now. Yeah. Shout out Dogface420, whatever yeah. his name was. I fucking love that guy. I watch his <laughs> other shit, too. That guy is a genius. He has a comic genius, and he's. I heard he's got a, a uh, an agent now. Goofy Dogface, hit us up. Come on the show. Talk about whatever you want. Yeah. We're fans. Uh, number oh number six, Asia the supergroup Asia, which was like that prog rock rock supergroup, and they got on the charts, man. Yeah, Go figure that. Is this Rosanna? This is like heat of the moment, guys. Right? <gasps> yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Asia, and that's probably the album too. Yeah, yeah. I feel like maybe. God damn, that was a while ago. Yeah. I mean, because like I, I I'm nine years old when this album comes out. Uh-huh. So at at, at in no space and time am I ready for listening to this album. <laughs> no. This you might album see the videos with that's and, and this band by proxy, even though they made stuff once I came on online musically, it, I wasn't going that far back. Going back into Van Halen, I'm all for it. But I didn't have the bandwidth to get into Motley Crue. Maybe there were it's kinda like Def Leopard too. I, mm. I put them in parallel. But Def Leopard I just liked better. They were just better they were just better all the things and, like and playing guitar singing <laughs> car drummers <wrecks>. yeah they <laughs> i mean come on the guy's got one arm man yeah oh great tommy lee can ride a roller coaster while he's playing a drum solo dude's got one arm that is his drum solo like where he just twirls the stick above his one arm this and says suck minutes. my dick from the back tommy lee it's a, it's <laughs> <endurance> trial. <laughs> he hits it once yeah <laughs> and he knows but, you know, Tommy Lee. Okay, he does have three arms. <laughs> he, got the, he got the third. When that guy had his arm cut off, they reattached it to Tommy Lee's crotch area. Okay. <laughs> what else you got? 
Um, What's going oh, on? yeah. We were. Albums. <laughs> Get them albums. Number five. I'm going to bust through this. An Innocent Man by Billy Joel, The Pride of Long See, Island. See, I, like I kind of like that song. I don't yeah. know what it's about, but, you know, it's all right. I don't believe him, though. Def Leppard at number four <laughs> with Pyromania. There we go. Foodin'. So this, they're they're occupying the same space here with the crew. Yeah. Uh, number three, you're not going to have any chart whatsoever in 1983 without this album, Thriller. It's a, but it's at number two because the police. Whoa, my computer tried to front on me, but I, before it did that. Are you going to say the police? The police. La Policia. Synchronicity. Oh, my God. Yeah, their last album, right? Synchronicity 2. Oh, <laughs> that's a song. Wait a minute. Uh, maybe what? Ghost in the Machine was after that. I don't maybe know. That, I, th I think they had. Did we already did their second oh, album. Oh, no, no. They had a, a, a You Want a Ciabatta, which came after <laughs> Synchronicity. <laughs> Holy Chipotle was right after that. Anyway, Synchronicity is the number one spot right there. Um, as far as the. I'm going to just do a quick one over the, over the singles because. This has gone hey, too long. Let's, let's oh, get into Asia, some more music, Asia man. is number 10, but Don't Cry. I don't even know that song. Mm. Stray Cats, She's Sexy and 17, Problematic. <laughs> Taco is Putting on the Ritz. I mean, that's just, if you don't like Putting on the Ritz by Taco. Right. If that's... you're blue and you don't know where you go to, why don't you go where fashion sits? Try coming on her tits. And uh, Michael Jackson, Human Nature, at number seven. That's like when I listen to that song, it gives you chills. It does, man. And I'm like, I'm sorry for those kids, but it's human nature, man. You know, human nature and father figure go hand in Woo. hand. By the way, I would love to fucking, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think about other second albums, Jared. Our future. We're working, we're working hard to secure our future. Are we all? Yes. Um, and you know, I'm like, okay, I was looking at Faith No More. I was mm -hmm. looking at um, George Michael. George Michael played in Wham. Though, do we have? Is he disqualified for going solo? Can I we mean, talk about? Can we do a Phil Collins rule where we, we can talk about, about this? He, and I want to circle back. Yeah, and I think you're correct that, that we call it the Phil Collins rule. <laughs> if you got a successful solo career outside of your band. Fresh start. Fresh start. Fresh start. Fresh set of downs. Finally. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Finally, the fresh start <laughs> gets activated. Yeah. <laughs> so that's where that goes. All right. Number six, Sweet Dreams Are Made of This by the Eurythmics. Eurythmics. There's one more syllable in that than I thought. So good. That's a great song. You ever play it loud? Oh. Oh, yeah. That is, it is Dave Stewart. Yep. Can I tell you? Can I tell you a, a real quick personal story? Please do. My cousin Jamie and I were uh, he, he visited out here. We went skiing. We had a fucking awesome time, um, and we went to the EMP. And you got they had an, an exhibit where you could sit behind a mixing board, and the songs you could oh, pick yeah. from. One of them was Sweet Dreams. Yes. We had a fucking blast live mixing Sweet Dreams. Yeah, and there's only like six faders, right? Oh my God, it's and the it's best. Awesome. It's awesome. It's awesome. And I found by habit or conditioning or whatever, or because it's the fucking right moment, <laughs> I wanted to fade up right when shit was hitting. Yeah. Because that song is mixed so well, and the execution is brilliant. 
Yeah, Sweet how's it Dreams be? is a fucking masterpiece. And it's it's all like synthesizers and stuff, but how can it be so funky and real and visceral? Tough. It sounds so dope playing off a cassette tape and yeah. in a fiero. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, what? How is this, yes. how is this sound coming out? Sounds good on an AM radio. Sounds good on an FM radio. Dude. Sounds good on a flak file. Hmm. What do you got? Did Annie Lennox play in a band prior? To the Eurythmics? I don't know. Can we do the Eurythmics fucking second album? Please. Can we do solo career Annie Lennox second love album? That. I, I mean, love I solo know. Annie. Walking on, broken, note here. walking on broken glass. Annie and Pippi Longstockings yep. can both get fucked next to Annie Lennox. <laughs> exactly. Push, push them to the back of the list. Annie Lennox, front of the list. Boom. Doopy, doopy, doop, doop, doop. <laughs> oh. you know you like it it's so good <laughs> uh number four no number, number five four. making love out of nothing at all by Did, air supply where was synchronicity i thought that was number that one that was the number one album oh, oh okay singles, We're on singles okay, right I'm now back. i'm back uh air supply can get fucked man i don't yeah. really care about them michael Simbella. Simbello. Excuse me, Michael Cimbello. You know his his tune? No. Maniac from the uh She's a Maniac. Flash, yes. Yes. Oh, Flash Dance. One of the movies that came out this year. That's right. I'll tell you what. Good tune. <laughs> nice job, Michael. Not as good as number three, the safety dance, men without hats. Oh man. Do you know what everybody I like? look at your hands? What I loved about the safety dance mostly was the video. Because why was it in, like, old fucking New England? Synthesizers with some weird... That's a weird one. It's like Billy Ocean's Caribbean Queen where there's, like, <laughs> aliens on the having a beach party. Yeah. It's just, it's just fucking weird, and I like it. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Thank God. Yes. For 1983s. 1983. 1983s. 1980s. The <laughs> third... Top movies. Oh. You want to talk about movies? Were you done After, over here? I got two more. And oh, let me tell you, you're not going to want to miss. Jared. That's okay. I know you're excited, but you're going to be excited for this. This is a Jim Steinman jam. Oh, is that his Jim Steinman? Yeah. It's J- James? James Steinman? Well, <laughs> totally clips of the heart. <laughs> totally clips of the heart, Bonnie Tyler. How's that on Number not two. a crusher? I had no idea Jim Steinman had a part of that song. That that's, song's a that's crusher. His, well, now that you know that, can, doesn't that just seem right? Do that, you know what? That's a you can hear Milo singing yep. that. They had a. That's another video that gets kooky because all of a sudden <laughs> there's like turn oh. around bright eyes and there's just fucking like like the video gets mad literal. It like gets, <laughs> it is kooky, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, if if we look deep, I'm sure Caribbean Queen somewhere around here. Oh. There's, there's some producer of videos or art director that ended up working for like the movies. Fuck it, for David Fincher or whatever. Um, <laughs> Mr. Lens Flare. That's where he got Killing it. it. Killing and it. Number one. Number one. Billy Joel. Want to guess? It's not River of Dreams. Nah, this is way before that. Ah, fucking Billy Joel. It's one of the worst songs that Billy Joel. Like, River of Dreams is pretty bad. This In the rhythm this of the night? No. This one's pretty bad. What is it? Tell her about it. Uh, I wouldn't have guessed it, but that makes sense. It's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. Number one hit. I'm sorry and, to and tell you. You know what? It, it's kind of the Motley Crue of this fucking metal generation. Yes. It's it's like 
it's sticky. Real sticky. <laughs> Tell about it. Yeah. I have no idea what he's talking about, but he's just about about sharing his sharing his innermost with his lady, man. Is it? Yeah. I thought it was about herpes. Tell her all your hopes and dreams. And tell yeah, you gotta tell her you got herpes like before Tell her how it itches <laughs> yeah. all night. Tell her about it. Nineteen eighty three had some awesome movies, Jared. I and I know this. I think we covered that. Never Say Never Again. Yes. Pretty good movie. Respect. And Octopussy came out. That was a battle. I, I didn't know how to I didn't know how to wrestle that when I was watching movies at this time in my life, going out to the movies. Yeah. Because there was two different James Bonds. And mm-hmm. the first one I saw in the theater was Octopussy. Oh wow. I have a visceral memory of <laughs> reading that title over oh, and over again. Please. Going to the theater. The fucking kit airplane flying through the barn, all that stuff. James Bond's a cool motherfucker. Holy shit. That was Roger Moore. Mm-hmm. My introduction. And then I saw Never Say Never Again, and I was going, who's this guy? My dad's like, that's, that's, that's the, the real guy. real James Bond. <laughs> and, and had to, like Van Halen, had to go back in time and really start diving into that yeah, fucking, yeah, yeah. Uh, that thing. The Outsiders came out. Oh, man. Francis Ford Coppola crushing it with a basically everybody that everybody ever had a crush on. Yeah, man, that is like the Outsiders is t- to boys like what, um, mm-hmm. like what, like sixteen candles is to to girls. Like they all got to watch that shit. That was like the boys could that was they could get emo a little bit when they watched that. It See? gave them permission because okay, okay, Ralph Macchio he's he's all burnt up talking about. Mustangs are tough, and like you get to like roll a little tear because because Pony Boy, he cries. He had feelings. He had feelings, man. Pony, Pony Boy had feelings. And goddamn, if that wasn't like the future of Hollywood in that movie, yeah, everybody in that movie went on to be huge. And it's a killer movie. Scarface came out. Mm. That's a good movie. <laughs> Return of the Jedi came ah, out, dude. Yeah. Return of, at 1983. Already, Lucas is wrapping up an opus. Yeah, he's he's like, psh, done for a while. Speaking of space, the right stuff came out. Ah, uh, good one. It sent fucking... I was trying to explain to my kids who Chuck... Dinner. Yeah, I was trying yeah. to explain to my kids who Chuck Yeager was the other day. Really? They didn't give a shit, man. I was Dude, like, he was the first guy to break the speed of sound, man. They didn't know what was going to happen to him. He could have blown up. They didn't know. They didn't know what had head popped out, yeah. eyes fucking. It's like movie scanners. But and they're like, listen, out Chuck. Left nostril, you don't know. We sent a dog in outer space, Chuck, <laughs> and it came back inside out. <laughs> and we think it's a radiation belt, but we got tinfoil now. Yeah, you'll be all right. <laughs> they give him that lead blanket that you use Dude, when you go Chuck to the you. dentist. <laughs> <laughs> So you, at least your junk and your lungs will be okay. Put this over your chest. You're getting okay. knee cancer, What about though? my head? <laughs> You're going to get brain and knee cancer. Hey, we don't want your groin to get any of this, but your <laughs> fucking face is fine. Yeah. We got Space Hunter, which is what? a Molly Ringwald vehicle. What? Richard Never Harris, I think. Oh, yeah, dude. Space, Space Hunter? Hunter? Space is this Hunter. a sci-fi show? Killer movie. We're With Molly gonna, Ringwald? One night we're going to- Molly gonna... Ringwald did a sci-fi? Yeah. Yeah, wow. yeah, she did. With Michael Ironside wow. as the overlord. Well, of course. Dude, it's fun. And wow. and we're going to, we'll, we, at one time we'll Put watch on Space Hunter, we'll watch Metal Storm, which is the a, an addendum. But the in-laws, <laughs> Space Hunter. 
<laughs> and as always, Excalibur. And X, just, just because we just like that the one. giggles. When finally the whole world burns and we have to live really close to each other, then we'll <laughs> fucking start watching. Okay, the movie Vacation came out. Oh, the OG, right? Holiday roll. Still to this day, when we get anywhere and the parking lot is empty, yeah, first one's here. Yep. First one's here. <laughs> and we'll be the first one to leave, Russ. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking my love affair with Michael Keaton, with yeah. Mr. Mom. Oh, yeah. And that's when we all got to meet him. We, when you say real... meet, you say fall in love with. Yes. It's the only acceptable terminology for your introduction to fucking Mr. Keaton. War Games with Matthew Broderick. Yeah. Pretty, pretty good. Solid, pretty solid good. Uh, obviously, <laughs> Crawl was crushing it. <laughs> Lou Ferrigno. Totally crushing it. If you're going to get played on TBS for like every Saturday for yeah. years 1986 through 1990. So, Kroll, Motley Crue, oh. 1983, a little bit hammy, something for everybody. Some loincloths. Where's this going? <laughs> Not sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's right in time. Now, this doesn't stand the test of time, though it's about an Olympian legend, Hercules with Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> Never returned my fucking mail, so I'm going to have a problem with that one. Flashdance came out and introduced yes. us to the fact that Miss Beale is one of the most beautiful creatures God ever put on the planet. And she can weld. She can pour. <laughs> yeah. Her welding techniques totally sucks in that movie. <laughs> um, I think in The Steel Town, there's probably room for a non-nude, just expressive <laughs> dance club. <laughs> Unreal. For those, for those guys that get off their ship at the steel plant, but they're like, listen, man, I don't, it just bums me out to see these girls. You know, they're probably like, well, we, come we, from we, broken we, homes. How about well, just some like half-naked ones? Well, I'm telling you, Paul, because it's, it's like, I want to I wanna get into the arts, but I, I don't want to see boobs. Yeah. But I want to know that they're there. Yeah, the boobs get in the way of the appreciation. You start focusing on movement and space. And then you don't even see what they're moving. Maybe your t shirt gets wet. It's okay. Listen, I felt like what she's doing. I don't like these characters. I don't like these characters at all. (laughs) Yeah, that was terrible. (laughs) We'll fucking cut that right out. I could. All right, here's some. Probably won't. (laughs) Here's some events that happened. 1983, a 5.2 earthquake hit New York City. It hit central New York, but everybody felt it. Jim Thorpe. You remember that? Nah. You didn't feel it on the island. You you were buffered. I was buffered. (laughs) By the ocean. You didn't get a tidal wave? (laughs) Washed right up from Montauk all the way down to... It's so flat out there, it would. (laughs) You you raise the water like three feet and the whole place is gone. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It's not hilly? Nah. Huh. The biggest hill on Long Island is the trash dump when you're driving from Remsenburg to fucking Patchogue. <laughs> Jim Thorpe got recognized uh, and rewarded his medals from when he was an Olympic champion, Native American Olympic champion yeah. in 1912. In 1983, they finally went, yeah, nah, Yeah, 75 years later, what's the big deal? He was gone by then, yeah. but he got his medals. Nazi, Krauss. Let's Barbie. make America great again, Chris. Can we go back to like the nineteen twelve? Yeah, Should when we, we just that? didn't give people their medals because yeah. they were uh, yeah. Redskins. Yeah, that sounds right. We got Claus Barbie gets arrested in Bolivia. Who's that? He's a Nazi who eventually got <sighs> tried and convicted. He's we- looking for that cocaine down there. That's the Nazis like them others. 
<laughs> just yeah, you need yeah, those. This is a coked up ex-nots. To fucking how the, the guy moves in next to you in Bolivia? Yeah, coked up ex-Nazi. <laughs> That's too much. Soft, would you like to garden today? Always trying to swing with you. <laughs> he don't got no wife. Like, I see the haunches on your wife is very healthy. <laughs> what the fuck did you say? Very much to be frank, I like to fuck her. Your string beans are also growing well. <laughs> fuck you. You can watch. Creep. <laughs> Do you like amphetamines? You, you like to stay up at night and maybe uh, talk disco? We got Wami Massacre happening in Seattle, Washington. 13 Whoa. killed in an attempted robbery. We get the, the let Wamu you, massacre. The, the Wamu. Wamu. That's when Wells Fargo Wamu. came in and said, <laughs> "We want some of this territory." The Wamu last massacre. Mash. Wait a minute. Go back. How many people died? Thirteen. I thought you 19- know. I thought maybe you'd be like, "Holy shit! I remember that." Well, I was, no, because nineteen eighty seven and a half. I I was seven and a half, but I was a resident of Oregon that year. So unless it was the Maharishi Yogi, I wasn't hearing about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, actually, one of the last ones is Mash- Maharishi Yogi kidnaps a seven and a half year old kid. <gasps> That's why I hate him so much, Chris. You didn't know, man. <laughs> Maybe dress up like the golden child and shit. Trains him to hang out with a loser friend when he's in his 40s. Yeah. Um, it's a low self esteem against you. The Space Shuttle Challenger had its maiden voyage. Oh, man. It only had three years under its belt when it blew. That's nuts. Well, there you go. Here's our mid-span. You know what? A lot of stuff going on. Let's fucking listen to some crew. busy year. You know what I'm saying? This is red hot. It's red hot. Oh, get them toms. That's very ballroom blitz right there. All right. Good call. Are you ready, Stevie? (laughs) You ready, Mick? Ballroom blitz. There's some lag on that bass drum. It's not tight. <laughs> That's why Neil had to count him in. <laughs> For sure. It started getting, he started slipping on that. More James Bond drops license to kill. This is a little bit of um, <laughs> this Iron is metal, Maiden, right? I was going to say, this is metal as shit right here. <laughs> yeah. It's very Iron Maiden. Yeah, we're Number. starting... They're hitting a lot of... You can see where, what influences they're pulling from. A little bit at least Squire-ish, <laughs> but not quite Squire. Because <laughs> oh, their I, dreams. I, I kind of have an appreciation for these guys. Developing one. Hmm. Squire I'm fine with, you know, had a couple tunes, but I love that he oh, got into Garden. Shouted at the devil again. Bring back the hits, you know what I'm saying? Always be shouting at the devil. Don't, don't converse at like with your indoor voice with the devil. No. Ever. <laughs> I don't know about this song. Actually, I'm going to just no. say <laughs> Nah. It's, and this opens up the second side, man. I mean, it's up tempo. I get it, but 
I think it's not special. Again, time and time and place. Like I've said that once already. Again, Jared. Like I've already said, still applicable. Time and place. Yeah, this is this is getting compared to Van Halen, which isn't doing this kind of like. Hot for teachers. Iron Maiden. I don't know what they were doing at this time. Yeah, they're doing it. They got to be doing it right. Number of the beast is right around this time. They're, they're pulling. And then you got their fucking producer who's working with a whole shitload of Holly bands Matchett. at that time. He, yeah, he kind of knows like this. Riley Batshit. You know, and maybe maybe this is an age of the producer where mm. we can tie the threads through all the bands we listed with these, with, you know, that he produced um, with guys. I'm, I'm just going to say the dumbest <laughs> thing ever. Forget it. You can't. Not the over the music, Chris. Yeah. You got to finish your thoughts when the music's playing. I, I can't know, I edit it. through it. I know, I, I'm sorry about that. Um, but but there is, as far as artists and being influenced by the sound or their production, fucking go Who knows what's theirs? knows what's what's the guy's who's name pulling again? the strings man who's it's pulling the, the strings master, yo. the devil obviously do you think these guys were easy to manipulate as far as like let's just put out this song or let's put out that song oh, like the a and r guy saying uh, really a shout at the devil's your single guys we need we you know what listen which one's motley yeah 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 L- listen tom <laughs> we, we want to have a fucking we want to have a song that is just kind of like you know this this is fucking which is a song about the devil, but like the mm-hmm. devil's like adversarial, man. You know, so we keep these like Tipper Gore types off our back. What's this song called, Bastard? What? They seem like they're uh, they're produced. Yeah. Well, they were really getting it on with the pentagrams, like the flaming pentagrams from the video, like the. Yeah, none of it seemed genuine though. No, there, there's they no, don't there was worship no... Satan. Right, and not that any band does. Not no. that Led Zeppelin was Celine Dion, maybe. Maybe a little bit. She definitely is is bathed in some blood. She's very gaunt. She's <laughs> she's <laughs> gaunt right away. That's devil devil <laughs> shit right there. Thin people are into the devil. Yeah, the D E B I L. That's different. <laughs> different but they uh, the whole the whole look all of them through mm. and through obviously just the effort it takes to maintain those looks right now <laughs> that's produced it, it yeah, takes yeah. A, a level of production there uh, this music sounds good it's really well recorded mm. you know a little yeah. few clams here and there whatever a little slip and beat but g- good <laughs> enough produced um i don't know where i'm going with any of this it, that it's okay it sounds good on the radio yeah, it, it did. It did. Another single that we're gonna get to, and I remember this. Kind of feels like they were on a ride, like they were, they were, they were on their way up at this point. They're totally on their way up, and just like game, their game yeah. with with whatever. I didn't see a lot of or ever hear a lot of like, and we didn't do that. It worked with that guy because we really disagreed <laughs> with his principles. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I don't you think know. Van Halen, Eddie Van Halen being like, well, then I'll start my own studio yeah, and I'll start making keyboards. my own shit. Motherfucker. Yeah. Anybody plays keyboards in Molly Crew? <laughs> well, who is on piano? Oh, yeah, it's Tommy Lee plays, uh, I'm on my Not way. Nick, Nicky Sticks. Nicky uh, Sticks be playing the he chopsticks? Gets, he gets a credit He gets a credit for piano. Wow. The guy's just so talented. 
like this little riff too. Give Mick his riffs, okay? That's yeah. that's solid. <laughs> See, I like that they don't shy away from those changes. Those bang, 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 bang. They got no problem telegraphing it, making a, making a, yeah, it's yeah. pop. It's, it's pop like, music. It's like big haymakers coming at you. Yeah, yes, big musical haymakers. I mean, I think, I kind of feel like almost every guitarist, once he gets to a certain level, plays that riff. Bang, 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 bang. I'm sure we had a song that had that. Guaranteed. The notes change, but that that rhythm is. Oh, that's Jesus Christ Superstar. That's what it is. Bam, 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 bam. The musical? Yeah. Yeah, it's a nasty riff in Jesus Christ Superstar, dude. It's the best. <laughs> Judas you know, is talking about I, like, yo, fuck this guy. I'm gonna come clean. I don't think I've ever seen it. Really? Yeah, man. I don't know. Add it to the list. I don't know. I don't do musicals so much. Really? I try. I try. I, I went. I was dating Hillary like in the beginning. That was like when Rent was like on the road. So I took her to go see Rent so we could be Doesn't all Doesn't someone get classy. AIDS in Rent? Everybody gets AIDS in Rent. You can't. And uh. <laughs> And I was like trying to be, I was trying to be real uh, cosmopolitan and like I'm a hip '90s guy. And we can go to. I'm like, I just was like, this is not that great. Everyone said this is the shit, man. I'm like, I don't know. People just, I can't do it. Like Greece, I know you, you love Greece. My wife loves Greece. Bobby loves Greece. Like most let people me, love Greece. Let me tell you this though, the play Greece, not as good as the so movie. Much. It's not as good as movie. Movie's better. Movie takes some liberties, and and then yeah. rightfully so, it's better. I like musicals from like the I like. Where do like, you sit on Pirates of Penzance? Didn't see it. Can I don't like not? any music. Yeah, solid man. I don't like any musicals after 1960. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. Like you want to do what's the one with the the Navy guys from World War Two? Got uh, uh, Operation Petticoat. Yep. No. The um, South uh, Pacific. Oh, I saw South Pacific. South Pacific it rules. I'm going to wash that man right out of my hair. I remember in junior high, in chorus, we got to do dames. Okay. From, you know, because we're singing, because we're 12, we could sing about dames. Yeah. It was a sure. different time. The dames with the gams walking down the street. Um, the Music Man. That's solid. Yeah, I don't know that one. Um, yeah, I don't like anything that, Little Shop that's not shot in Technicolor. I don't like it. There's not like a, a musical. How do you feel about Joseph and the Technicolor? No, nah, man. No, nah, man. The Technicolor Bunch of hippie, hippie bullshit. Is that, um, was that the first one from the guy that just did all the shitty stuff? Um, Frank Lloyd Wright? <laughs> <laughs> no, Andrew Lloyd Webber. Andrew Lloyd Webber. <laughs> Frank Lloyd Wright wrote that shit. I, was, I was going right there. Andrew Lloyd Webber. Maybe. Is I that don't the, know. He did the Technicolor. What you talking oh, about? Oh, like Cats, uh, Starlight oh. Express. Oh. You, the yeah, Phantom yeah. of the Opera. 
Yeah. Come on, get the fuck out of here. That guy's a vanilla ice of Broadway. I never saw Phantom. I saw a lot of musicals, and I'm fine with musicals. They have, you know, time and place. And I don't mind going to check one out. Been influenced by some. Got some good rhythms. There isn't really, uh, you know, the sound of music never really hit oh, man. a fucking uh, cadence with me. But okay. but I, I respect where it's at. Yeah. Doe deer. Yeah. I get it. As a as a non-practicing uh, Christmas family growing up. Yeah. I still like watching Sound of Music around Christmas because even though we weren't celebrating Christmas, we still got to watch the Sound of Music. Right, right. It felt a little Christmassy to me. Yeah. Yeah. And I, get I hate it. Nazis a lot. See, that's the thing. I don't even remember the Nazis in Sound of Music. It's been that they come long. come to ruin everything. Nazis I, ruin everything. They okay. ruin the Von Trapp's lives. Really? They ruin a lot of people's lives, Chris. I had breaking news. <laughs> okay. Tell me, we'll be, there was, I know that one guy caught in 1983. Let me. He was the guy that took the Von Trapp's in, man. Hang on, check my notes here. Um, Melvin. Melvin Barbie. No, Klaus Barbie. Klaus Barbie. Okay. Klaus. Went on to become the lead singer for the Scorpions. Kept on doing cocaine. And by the way, Klaus from the Scorpions writes better lyrics than Motley Crue, and English is his second language. So there's definitely a Scorpions tie into Motley Crue. They like the Scorps. The Sc- I mean, there's a there's yeah. You're right. They yeah. got to. Yeah, and I and I think um, I think the Scorpions do a lot of. Uh, I think the Scorpions do a lot right. Honestly, I'm not a Scorpions denier. Yeah. Was yeah. it Rudy Shanker? Both the Shanker brothers for a minute. Is that Ravi's There's cu- Ra- cousin? Ravi's nephew. <laughs> there was Rudy Shanker and... Uh, and Wana and, Shanker. Andy Shanker. And, uh, Gunner Shanker. <laughs> Gunner Shanker. Oh, Kula Shaker was in there. Yes, I'm calling. This is Gunner. Gunner Shanker. Uh, Rotten Canker. Would you, would you like... I want to make a deposit. <laughs> yes. It's Gunner. Uh, we could do the Scorpions out second album, no problem. I wonder what it is. I like me some seventy Scorps. Yeah, on the goalkeeper. That's nineties. Yeah, that is that's later Scorpions. Oh, you gotta get into like the Blackout album. I really had a blackout. <laughs> I just like the way he sings English, man. It turns yeah. me on, baby. <laughs> <laughs> He always sings about horny shit. He's like this horny little German guys. All their songs are about horny shit. Um, it's like Sammy Hagar without the cars. It was all just horny shit. It was great. Rhythm of Love. That's when I think I first. The rhythm of Love. Yeah, that's like 88. Yeah. So like I was really. Is that Love It's First Sting? I don't Might know what be, that yeah, album somewhere was. Somewhere around Probably. There. But that Killer was. Killer That's when I cover. got into the Scorpions and went backwards from yeah. there. Yeah. From the library, no less. Rock you like a hurricane. Oh, shit. My eight-year-old knows that song. <laughs> yeah. like That's a classic for life. Yeah. If Quincy says it's cool, it's cool. That's what I say. It is cool, In man. life. That's just cool. In general. It's good, it's good too. Where are we, Chris? What the fuck? What's the next song? And that would be, oh, the ninth track. Knock him dead, kid. All right. Which uh, was written about an encounter that uh, Nikki Sticks had had with the some Hell's, Hell's Angels, Angels right? who turned out to be undercover police, uh, did not stop them from kicking the living shit out of them. Really? 
They don't seem like fighters. Broken cheek with the cops? Nah, man, they wouldn't hurt a fly. But they broke his cheekbone. And like fractured his skull and his nose. So what which you thought we might have given that's why he has to wear all the makeup because he's hideous underneath. Did he get busied? He's got a little, little, he got a busy eye. Did he get a busy eye? Got the busy eye socket. Got busied? The busy socket. He got abused by the cops. <laughs> that is police abused. Stop. <laughs> you make me you make me you make me do stupid shit when you say stupid shit like that. And then we all both gotta be stupid. <laughs> it is a fucking problem, dude. It's the stupid leading the stupid over yeah. here. Why are you picking on me? Because the world's ending anyway. It's fucking beauty right there. The world is ending anyway. <laughs> okay, dude. What do you think's gonna happen when we get out of this fucking chamber? <laughs> You're up. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I can see you're busy, Jared. Um, You're all a bunch of slaves! <laughs> I'm gonna get my kicks before this whole shit house goes up in flames! <laughs> uh, that's been this episode. <laughs> mm. We still got tunes, man. Here we go. Oh, we do. Knock him dead, kid. This is uh, Nikki Six. Fuck the police. Pretty standard McMorris riff right there. Yeah. I mean, this album drops a lot into the build-up and then the... Okay, thank you, because I want to get into this, and I don't care about the song, so... <laughs> put you on the spot right now, because you're the resident drummer on this podcast. Oh, shit, man. Tommy Lee. Yeah. Overrated, underrated. Tommy Lee... Tommy. <laughs> Tommy's <It's>... Tommy. <laughs> Tommy likes to ride a Segway. Through Coachella, um, I, I I put I kind of put Tommy Lee in the in the Lars Ulrich fucking arena, Ooh. where ouch n- no because <laughs> Lars has got crazy endurance, <laughs> and it's like everything he's playing is a feat, but he's not like crazy tight at it. Where okay so okay Jim, the A for effort kind of thing yeah and yeah, okay. G- Jimmy you know Jimmy Page as guitarist might be on the very edge of this where yeah, he got some clams he's got some this clams but he's solo. pulling it together with a bu- he's got a lot of other shit going on <laughs> yeah yeah there's a lot of blow how did he stop that I don't, I don't know. know I think he fucked it up witchcraft see I think the devil made that clam Alistair Crowley <laughs> the devil made my clam yeah <laughs> it's, a, it's a an addendum to scarlet letter <laughs> <laughs> so I think Tommy Lee Lars um they're kind of they they've got fucking chops but they're not terribly inspiring drummers no you never just think oh that guy's killing it or, it's very serviceable. Or I really want fucking Lars to sit in on this jam. <laughs> right. You're, you know, right. You're looking for a real uh, Tommy Lee type on this beat on this song. Yeah. And yeah. They, you know what? I, I think Rage Against the Machine has a little bit of Tommy Lee. Hmm. It's the big dumb beats. I Yeah. But with more. <laughs> you know, there's their they're, they're cadence is a little bit more militaristic. Mm-hmm. Um, or, and by that I mean kind of like sharp like it has a little bit more of an edge to it um, and 
that's that's like the important part when you talk about when when there's I'm gonna do his hands. <laughs> yeah. right you doing Trump hands right now? I did. <laughs> we were describing a fish that I'm grows channeling. and shrinks. Yeah. No, I want to say the Stuart Copeland and the John Bonham oh, bookends, wow. where John Bonham sits back in the pocket, okay. but but just has that feel. Yeah. Stuart Copeland sits forward in the pocket. Yeah, has that kind of feel, um, like in life too. Like I feel like he's a little ramped up. Yeah, <laughs> a little spastic child. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but that's 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 the beauty. Yeah, I love him. I th- I think I love him, Chris. Fuck, we gotta wrap this podcast up for we're, we're about to. We're, 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 so we'll go hard. see what the world's doing. Oh god, but uh, what the world is doing. But I think, um, I think Rage Against Machine has that kind of better edge than Motley Crue does in the pocket. Um, for sure. I think I mean, Tommy guy's... Lee is an excellent drummer. He plays upside down, dude. He, yeah, he's he's pulling off shit. He's playing, you know, he's full bore into it. And he has those kind of rudiments, and he doesn't throw those drum corps rudiments into his songs. That's where right. he's not he was doing a like drum corps kid, wasn't he? You know, he's not doing crazy rips. Mm-hmm. Um, famous, and probably a pioneer in stick twirling during a fucking show <laughs> for sure. And then doing it upside down and strapped in in a thong. You know what? You got to give props to just pulling all of that off. World's that kind nakedest of, drummer. That kind of pageantry. That right. guy, and, the, and the execution there. There's definitely some fucking uh, uh, time shenanigans happening on this album. <laughs> but this is before playing with click tracks or anything like that. Uh, These are live tapes, you know? And stuff, but so who, who needs those? Yeah. And, you know, it's easy to think of it as like big dumb rock, but it's done just good enough that it's outside of patronizing big dumb rock <laughs> and a pioneer in big dumb rock definitely and they're, they're grabbing they, they have no business with talking about this is something that like i found out about kiss too which is so perfect that they played together and then they had to split up for a bit because they're all assholes <laughs> um, yeah is that because they're all just doing oh does that is that getting numbers does that work sure cloud Fucking, chasers man when i listen to kiss compared to what i saw and i saw prior to them, uh, you know, their posters uh, prior to listening, I was like, oh, like I had an awakening <laughs> to media. I was like, oh, there is that uh, kind of shit out there. Right, okay, okay, you guys are bullshit. I yeah. get it. But but I didn't discredit their musical thing, but I, I, at that point I was just like, I, I don't give yeah. a shit. Once again, this is what differentiates older Xers from younger exes. Yeah, yeah, totally. The ki- kiss is, one, is on that line, too. It's, <laughs> it's like, you totally like Kiss? Oh, you're over 50. And it's because it's because they they were in their teens when uh, late teens when internet started coming out and we were in early teens uh, you know when internet came out right and so our uptake on media after a bit was like oh yeah ozzy wasn't a satanist (laughs) right yeah you kind of thought he was (laughs) ha yeah (laughs) it's like that photo shoot of him in the electric chair that there's probably like a he had tassels on his sleeves dude (laughs) You don't get electrocuted when you're wearing tassels, right, right, man. Right. We started seeing behind the fucking veil a little bit, <laughs> yeah. you know. And yeah. I and I think we we that happened with Motley Crue for me. It's not, a little too for cynical for that shit. Yeah, yeah. And and if you wanted to get into like something edgy, there was already 
bigger tree branches going out there that you can get into. Shit, right. That's it. So, so I, we skip them a little bit. Yeah. And it's, we had and Mr. Bungle, dude. If you right. wanted to get <laughs> fucking weird. Right. Well, and, and industrial music started coming out. Yeah. So when there was this skinny like. Skinny puppy for your ass. Skinny puppy ministry f- front 242. And it's like, well, if you want to get heavy, okay, there you can go. I mean, some people get black heavy metal or diverse. whatever, but then you're getting into industrial music. And industrial was kind of like a response to heavy metal. You know, where this stuff and then poison is getting into, oh, well, okay, that's heavy metal because it's not just Bob Seger rock. <laughs> but then rock right. started expanding, yeah. like the Supreme Court or whatever kind yeah. of judges may happen <laughs> in this next administration or whatever. Um, it's But it, it but it's, it's like the pool gets a little bit more diluted. Mm-hmm. And so there's more uh, tendrils coming out. Yeah, how uh, many genres of metal were there in 1983? Right. Yeah. Not and how many? Not, there's hundreds. Hundreds, you know? And so, uh, so, like I'm saying, as far as uh, Lexicon, these guys are a bridge band and totally necessary for the education of going from, you know, what, what's happening with um, Van Halen and Def Leppard as a response, um, Cures coming in from some other way. Mm-hmm. Are they rock and roll? Oh yeah. Are they heavy metal? No. Are, you know, it's like there those those kind of boundaries off of what rock and roll was considered Rolling Stones to the Bob Seger vein um are starting to get pushed out and then those have fucking giant branches that are about to happen in mid 80s, you know, Susie and the Banshees starting to come around um other bands, LA Dolls, or the New York Dolls and <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what Europe. It's kind of it's kind of a neat time yeah. here. That's what Europe had on us because they took our blues based shit, and then they just kind of layered in that uh, European, like those old European folk. To like Zeppelin was great at that. They were s- yeah. so into the blues, but like it was very European and like European folk music, like uh, Bronyar Stomp or like Battle of Evermore. You're like that ain't no fucking Delta blues. That's some that's some way deep Celtic cracker it, shit it, it, from the yeah the, it Delta Blues dark ages. and some bog music <laughs> from the Dark <laughs> Ages when the plague was making the rounds yeah. yeah yeah high high strings tiny strings and and short necks and short necked instruments <laughs> ten seconds to love that's that doesn't that's, that's a, a that countdown age would, nah. Or just Vince is a three pump chump, I think, is what that means. Oh, Lord, they ripped me laugh. Because it kind of sounds. Oh, shit, went the wrong way with it. That opening riff kind of sounds like when you know, when you don't want to. <laughs> don't, 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 oh! Like, this song's already started and you didn't trip know. down the stairs a little bit. <laughs> You don't necessarily crack your skull, but you take about five steps too quick. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like get vertigo for a second. Oh, no. I think that's so, a drink right there. So, I'll take it. Where, where do you sit with these guys uh, at Vince Neil's approach to music, uh, lyrics, and Sammy Hagar? Okay. I'm glad you asked this, Chris. I mean, I don't think that, I don't know if 
I don't know if Vince wrote these lyrics or not. I feel like Nikki, old Nikki Sticks, wrote most of them. Yeah. I think he just wrote complete songs and brought them into the band. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're not great in general, the lyrics for Molly Crew. I mean, really, there's not a lot of... They don't make you go, oh, wow, man, you know? That really said it all, brother. Yeah. <laughs> nah, it's not going to happen. Uh, again, now, that versus Sammy Hagar. Sammy Hagar could write the dumbest fucking boner with a Les Paul yeah. <laughs> song. In a com- If you could embody a boner with a Les Paul and a Camaro into like a human being, <laughs> that's Sammy Hagar, right? <laughs> but... Sammy Hagar had his moments where he could flip it. I don't know why I'm throwing you the white power sign so hard I right know, now, but no, I'm just, I'm, uh, <laughs> I miss the days when this was just okay. Right. Or like in the wrong light, you were like claiming blood or something. Yeah, yeah. Or you're about to stick your nose through the hole and say, I got yeah. a really shit. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes I like to make a point with that particular. It's it's German. It's a little bit. No, like, no, that's, that's German. Kind of- I had to stop. Yeah, I like do doing this, three like that too. Shy time. It means white. I like doing three, like the white power three. But yeah. I don't believe in white power. I believe in people power, Chris. Yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna keep doing it. I didn't even <laughs> have to bring that up. This is a, this is an audio podcast. <laughs> I don't remember the point I was trying to make. I don't remember even what I was trying to say. Uh, basically, I was trying to draw a parallel. Oh, Sammy Hagar. Thank you. Sammy Hagar at least has. Like, um, why can't this be? No, that's not that one. Uh, what's the uh, Love Comes Walking In? Yeah, great fucking song, yeah. dope lyrics, all about getting abducted, not abducted, but like alien contact that he for real says he had. Okay, so I it's Vince uh, Neil never no, contacted he, he never, aliens, he never man. Talked to a gray, I, I think that we're talking about authenticity, and these guys don't really scream of authenticity to me in the way they were produced. You know, with the with yeah. the imagery, the way they're dressing, I think right. they're playing well. I think they're recorded well. I think they're produced well. Um, but the, but even Vince Neil not coming up with the majority of the lyrics. Yeah. But being able to have the face, and have the you know have that kind of David Lee Roth isms. Yeah. Of you're gonna watch this person. Like they're they they kind of like boy bandish. They they're put together a bit. Very much. Um, or at least once that formation happened, and a producer saw that this is a good formula, like re- almost almost a little reality TV. <laughs> I think this guy. I think Tom Werman is kind of like the Marcy Carcy of, <laughs> of of production in, in music. You know, like the Carcy like, Werner. There's a formula here that we can hit midstream. No, no. It's PG thirteen. Minimal effort. It was like PG thirteen, but sold as R. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. Satan light. <laughs> right. This ain't because because Black Sabbath was a little bit too much. <laughs> I think uh, Led Zeppelin for some people kind of freaked them out. Yeah, play that shit. Backwards. But uh, if we take this, but we also throw in a little bit of bookie boo. Throw in a little spandex, a little cock bulge. You do a couple kick flips, we can all cash in. A little eyeliner. We'll tease up them bangs a little Nobody bit, Nobody knows what to expect, kid. Oh, the ladies want to do you. You know what I'm saying? The boys want to do you. You guys like partying? Party all you want. We're going to take photos. We're going to show them. 
<laughs> That's the punctuation to everything. Let's bring this motherfucker home, Chris. Say thank you, Gilbert. Home sweet home with these guys already. Danger. This final track is called Danger. Danger! It's like when Ralph Macchio was running away from fucking oh, Cobra yeah. Kai. Or that uh, song by Europe, Danger on the Track. Hmm. You ever know that one? Uh-uh. <laughs> I don't think I ever I know pray that to one. God that uh, that is their second album. I'm going to look that up because if it is. Yeah. So I can shit on Motley Crue all fucking day long and how <laughs> inauthentic they were and how corny. Yeah. I fucking love that Europe album. <laughs> uh, I, th- I don't I remember it, which dude. one it was, but it was uh, they had a song about a ninja. They had that song Danger on the Track. He trained all his life in a pool they where had a he could have s- drowned yeah. as a baby when he was swimming to prove his worth. They had a song that, called Cherokee about the Trail of Tears. These, I think they're Nobody Danish. had fun when they were hiking that day. <laughs> I think they were Danish. They were one of those. They might not be Danish, but there's something like they're one of those ish. They're one of the ish, yeah, yeah. They're one Flemish of the ish people. Yeah. How about Finnish? Thank you for listening. Yeah. Do you claim Europe? Hmm? Let us know. Anyway, that album kicks ass. So okay. much ass. Talking okay. about English as a second language lyrics, though. <laughs> oh, what's that? Oh, we that's get, the song. We got Bjork Rock the in Night. that category. Rock we the got Night. fucking Europe in that category. We got the Scorpions yeah. in that category. Europe. Rock the Night. Best Europe song of all time. Rock the Night. Oh, Let me, shit. All right. Before, so much better than anything Molly Crew ever did. <laughs> Before we hit this last one, if you had to sing in another language and get uh, a, a top five hit, mm-hmm. what language do you want to be singing? Oh, Espanol. Yeah. <laughs> you got that. Emiliante. That's butter. See, si. You got that. You got that. That's suck. Wow, wow, wow. Alo hota hota que baila susita. Alo hota hota que baila susita. Thank you. Shout out to Evan Halen. Shout out Sean Connery. Shout out you, Chris. Fucking who cares? The world is like hangs in the balance right now. Doesn't even matter. We're in fucking danger, Holmes. I kept the dick, by the way. I have that dick still. <laughs> kind of does sound a little dangerous. This is the last song. Alright, I'm feeling that. Alright. Scorpions again, though. This is heavy scorpions right here. In my dreams, and Tommy's throwing in these in the later part of the album. Some fucking those are some solid fills going on for sure. He's doing some double bass drum rips, some triplets. He's he's kind of the. <laughs> Yeah, see? 
25 or 6 to 4. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 25 or 6 to 4. They hit a lot of the points. Drumming-wise, all of these songs are kind of fun to play. I bet. And just dropping into that... Boom, ka, boom, ka. And then your, your skill comes out on the fucking fills or the, your transitions or your fun stops. Yes. They actually explore a lot of that and they kind of set the blueprint for where a lot of, again, Rage Against Machine are coming out of here. Are you saying Tommy Lee is to the drums or Michael Anthony is to the bass? Rocking 16th notes that are just like really ain't no thing, but then his fills are like beady doo doo beady beady. You think I don't know the law? You know the law. That is the law. You that just laid law. it down, dude. Kind of like the cool. real avuncular dude in the band. I can't even look band. at you right now. Like the guy you want to like him. Like, like wings coming out from you. <laughs> you want to like Tommy Lee, and I try to like Tommy Lee. I don't know if I do, but he seems like if you had to hang, if you were locked in an elevator with him for like thirty minutes, you wouldn't throttle him. Probably no. Like, probably a little charming, endearing. You know. If you his dick's too big though, I don't like nah, it. Nah, nah, okay, I don't like get, it. We're gonna get beyond that. No, that's fine. I mean, we're we're friends, so that's fine. But the idea is, if you had to sit down in the room and jam with a drummer, and it was fucking Tommy He'd Lee, do the trick, man. He, no, he would fucking. <laughs> I I have a feeling he would fucking go wherever you want to go, and could bring big dumb. He could bring kind of come. He had that hip hop group for a while. He could bring a lot of come. Uh, no, he had but, the but he's, masters of mayhem or he's whatever. He's doing that a lot was. of fun stops and shit. And I don't think those. I don't think those influences in their music, which is prevalent in most of their tracks, is um is brought on by Mars. I don't think it's brought on by any of the other members of the band. And I think Tommy Lee, as far as a band structure, has a pretty big say in song structure in this album. And in the rest of their fucking albums and their career. Mm -hmm. I think they listen, and I think he comes up with like, hey, if we do a double stop here, that would be fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're like, that would be f totally fun. What's the double stop? Yeah. <laughs> Is that the... <laughs> yes. Yes. Let's do that. Yeah. I th it kind of feels like the music structure-wise is, is collaborative, you know? And I, I kind of like that, even though I'm talking about them being produced and, and almost like, you know, the way they're marketed and thrown out there. And it worked. Yeah. It fucking worked. They are one of those bands. I think they need and to play together. To, exactly. They are for, I mean, I don't listen to these guys. I don't give two shits about them. I can tell you every member of the band because they're four individuals. Like, obviously, Tommy Lee is different from Nikki Six, is different from... Vince Neil is different from Mick Mars. Mick Mars is the fucking weirdest looking dude to ever hit rock and roll, and that's saying some shit because and you got I your Angus, like you that, got your dude. Angus Youngs, I like you it. got your Stevie Ray Vaughns. I like that. He's the king though of the just goofy looking. Are you a bug? What's up? I don't know, dude. It it's like this is an alien who came down and was gonna be like, I'm gonna play big dumb rock. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm going to siphon it through my alien filters. I'm going to say Mick is probably my favorite member of the band. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm team Mick. This it's He got that spondylitis quirky. ankylosis or whatever that is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he's got some serious shit going on. Yeah. And he still rocks. And he, he puts on that fucking get up they make him wear. You know he doesn't fucking get up right. in the morning and dress like that. This, he's, got, there's, he's got a... 
sweatpants and a fubu hoodie in the in the production <laughs> in the partying and the approach to their live show there's some blue collar fucking work ethic going on too sure. in, in the partying <laughs> <laughs> it, there's some blue collar work ethic yes. as far as like, well, we're just gonna have to fucking check in. I really enjoy and do this for the next nine hours. Yeah, I really enjoy the movie. Uh, the guy that played him in the movie, Theon Gray or no? Oh yeah, was yeah, he yeah. No, Greyjoy. No, oh Ramsey, Ramsey. Ramsey. Now, awesome, awesome. Like best part of the movie. They're like grumpy old man that's going to bed. Uh-huh. Everybody's, you know, Tommy Lee's <laughs> making people squirt. Uh, and he Mick is like Jesus fucking Christ I'm 40 years old What do you I want just, from me <laughs> For half of that fucking movie I'm watching Going like Who the fuck Where do I know this guy And it finally got to me And I had to fucking check it out yeah. Ramsey I was delighted I was like I like this guy I like both of them Yes I like Mick more Because of who played him Totally. <laughs> that's fun and it's i always a, hated vince movie. neal and i hate the fucking guy that played vince neal so i don't know whether to tell that guy good job yeah or get the fuck out of here is this a threat assessment <laughs> <laughs> dude we're due for a threat assessment after tonight God, i just we are living in a threat assessment right now yeah so right. maybe we have a threat assessment next week let's do let's all right let's not do it on this episode okay can we do that next? yeah for sure Hope you're ready for the next episode. Hey, smoke weed every day.